Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. From Saratoga, California to Detroit, Michigan, there's several, maybe a couple thousand miles in between. There's also a very large price gap. Uh, the average cost of a home worth almost two and a half million dollars in Saratoga. That's because of Silicon Valley. Compare that with Detroit, Michigan, sixty-four thousand dollars. We're going to be speaking to the new CEO of Coldwell Banker about their latest survey and housing market sentiment. I'm Kathleen Hayes, and I'm Pim Fox. Let's go right now to Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom for Bloomberg. Business flash. And I thank you very much, Pim Fox. We have got 29 minutes to go ahead of the close. This update brought to you by National Realty, managers of New York City cash flow real estate, providing you 12% annualized returns with immediate monthly distributions. See them at nria.net. Stocks slipping from near records after European Central Bank President Mario Draghi downplayed the need for more stimulus measures to bolster growth. And now we've got the S&P down four points to 2181, a drop there of two-tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials down 46, a decline of three-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ down 23, a drop of four-tenths of one percent. The 10-year down 20-30 seconds at yield 1.61 percent. Gold down 750 the ounce to 1337, a drop there of six-tenths of one percent. Crude oil surging 4.3% after the inventories report, up $1.96 a barrel. West Texas Intermediate now at 47.47. If you want to put your finger on the pulse of the global economy, talk to an airline executive. Bloomberg News spoke this morning with Sir Tim Clark president of Emirates. Uh, it's tough and it, at the moment it's getting a little bit tougher. The, the global economy is, is uh, patchy uh, geographically. Uh, we see fall off in GDP in many of the countries. The developing markets that we thought would come ahead, move ahead, haven't. South America, Africa, to an extent. So we're having to deal with that. That's not to say that people aren't still traveling in airplanes. They are. Uh, but they're paying us less, so our yields are down as a result of that. Pier 1 imports falling the most in nearly nine months after the home furnishings retailer said its second quarter loss would be wider than expected. And now at 3.32 on Wall Street, let's look at the other stories making news. Thank you, Charlie, from the Bloomberg Newsroom. I'm Jill Schneider. This news update is brought to you by Blue Jeans Primetime. All hands meetings are for the people in the room. Blue Jeans Primetime brings everyone face-to-face over video. Go to bluejeans.com and click the radio mic to get primetime free for your next all hands. Speaking to reporters in White Plains this morning, Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton bashed Donald Trump for his praise of Russian President Vladimir Putin. Clinton says many former presidents would be left shaking their heads. What would Ronald Reagan say about a Republican nominee who attacks America's generals and heaps praise on Russia's president? I think we know the answer. According to the Purple Slice online poll for Bloomberg Politics, Trump is backed by 55 percent of whites with no more than a high school diploma, compared to 33 percent for Hillary Clinton. The Smithsonian has nabbed a big name for the opening ceremony of its new museum. Nathan Hager has details from the Bloomberg 991 newsroom in Washington. It's none other than President Obama. The Smithsonian confirms the nation's first African-American president will speak at the opening ceremony of the National Museum of African-American History and Culture on September 24th. Joining the president at the festivities, First Lady Michelle Obama, former President George W. Bush and his wife Laura, Chief Justice John Roberts, 
and civil rights icon Georgia Congressman John Lewis. Nathan Hager, Bloomberg Radio, Washington. Officials unveiled a design today for a performing arts center at the World Trade Center site. It will be called the Ronald O. Perlman Performing Arts Center. Perlman donated $75 million to revive plans to build the center. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Jill Schneider. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. In the S&P 500 index down four now, a drop of two-tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials down 47, a decline of three-tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. You may not be too surprised to learn that the top 10 most expensive markets are actually all in one state and one part of one state. I'm talking about California, Silicon Valley, and actually looking at the latest survey of uh, Coldwell Banker Real Estate, its 2016 home listings report, and uh, a look at, again, the most expensive, the most affordable markets. We're happy to welcome now to the show Charlie Young. He's the relatively new president and CEO of Coldwell, Coldwell Banker Real Estate. Charlie, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Kathleen. I'm very happy to be here with you. Well, and you're at the, a company that you've worked at for some time, worked at, and you've certainly been in real estate over the years. So this is, I'm sure, is a, a, a achievement for you to, to reach this head position. What do you most want to do as CEO of Coldwell Banker? Well, I'll tell you what, the, the Coldwell Banker brand is is one of the great brands, not only in real estate, but in, in American culture. We're 110 years in running. We're going strong. And I, I think for me, my focus is on how do we point the brand forward in uh, into the future, a lot of change happening in real estate markets, a lot of change happening with consumers as well, and want to make sure that we're best positioned to serve those consumers going forward. Charlie Young, what is the 2016 Home Listing Report? What does it tell us about homes in the United States? Well, I'll tell you what. First, let's let's start here. The Home Listing Report is a comparison. In fact, we believe it's the most comprehensive home pricing comparison tool on the market. And, and what we do is we take a, a four-bedroom, two-bath home, and we uh, we compare that price in 2,100 markets across the United States. And so what it does is it gives consumers a great sense of what uh, we would consider would be the average uh, aspirational housing for the average American family uh, today, and we can compare that market to market. Well, this goes to show your your challenge to me in California then, because the average aspirational American probably is not thinking of spending over a million dollars. But if you're anywhere along the coast of California, if you're around Silicon Valley, uh, in your top 10 most expensive, Los Gatos, 1.47 million, Saratoga, 2.45. Uh, I'm assuming you can sell, you know, the, the, as long as the... As long as Silicon Valley continues to be what it is and the money keeps flowing, you're fine. But when you look at the rest of California, is it is it a little bit more challenging because so many people have been priced out of the market? Well, I'll tell you what. I think you're you're right on relative to our top ten. When you look at Saratoga, uh, California, at $2.5 million, that is a big price point. But understand this. It is right down the street from Apple, Google, uh, and Facebook. It is the epicenter of Silicon Valley, and you've got all of the things that lead to a really hot real estate market. You've got great jobs, high-paying jobs. You have little room for new development, so there's limited housing stock. You've got great lifestyle uh, and, and quality of life 
I think in California, you can be outdoors 12 months a year. So all those things point to a, a really rich marketplace. When you look at California as a whole, the average sales price is in the low 500,000 uh, for the entire state of California. And then if you look at the entire home listing report, uh, the average sale price uh, for 2,100 markets for a uh, four-bedroom, two-bath home is 320000 I think it's 1,300 markets in the United States that you can live in for that price or, or less. So, you know, America is still a very affordable country in, as it relates to, to housing. Now, I noticed that as far as the 10 most affordable markets, uh, one of the things to note is that they are within commuting distance to major metropolitan regions. Tell us about where to go in Florida and Georgia if we want affordable housing. Well, if you look at that list of the top 10 most affordable, number 10 comes in in a, in a town called Palatka, Florida. It's within an hour's drive of Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville's got a good economy. It's got a, a strength in healthcare, in shipping, and in military. And so if you are someone who's just getting started out and you don't mind a little bit of a commute, Palatka is a great a great spot to be. In, in Georgia, it's Augusta, Georgia. And I think when we think of Augusta, we think of the Masters. Um, and there's a great quality of life, great culture in that city as well. But I think there's a theme here, too. If you you look at the uh, most expensive markets and the, the most affordable markets, there is a common theme, and that is uh, close access to jobs, culture, quality of life. It can be had at both ends mm. of the spectrum. Well, I know wilkes Pennsylvania and Scranton, Pennsylvania fairly well, and I would submit to you, I don't think they're close to anything much bigger than themselves, but they're growing in, in interesting uh, communities. What is your biggest hope? Are you hoping that some new kind of transportation will be built so that people can find homes in affordable areas but commute quickly, easily, and cheaply to some of these larger metropolitan areas that in many cases are going to be an hour or two hours away? No, I think really with with a homeless report, we're trying to provide information uh, that is useful to consumers. So often when we look at pricing and housing in America, there becomes the focus on the ultra-high end. We also look at median household uh, cost of a house, which is skewed often by the marketplace uh, because you're taking the, the average and not, uh, you know, this, this aspirational family home of four beds, uh, two baths. And so I think, like, you can, get, you know, for instance, you can get the entire list of 2,100 markets at coldwellbanker.com back, uh, slash um, HLR, and that'll give consumers a good sense of where their market ranks or where they might be thinking of uh, of moving. Thank you very much. Charlie Young is the president and the chief executive of Coldwell Banker Real Estate, subsidiary of Realogy. This is Bloomberg. Fiduciary advisor, fiduciary responsibility, fiduciary rules. Are they doing enough? Maybe not. Coming up, Elliot Weisbluth of Hightower Advisors on Bloomberg Radio.